All right. This is Conscious of Crazy in the sense of knowing what's right and what's wrong versus a mentally unsound mind. Am I conscious or am I crazy? Oh, man, we talking about hip hop, man. Higher infinite power healing our people, man. That's that's what we talking about. We ain't talking about rap. <laughs> we talking about hip hop. But uh, I got the brother with me, man. He's not he's not no guest. Ain't no guest on my show. <laughs> he's the family, man. Going to introduce yourself to the people again, and uh, we could get this thing jumping off, man. Jumping like Jordan. Now, all of the day, I am your humble brother of the Conscious or crazy? Is Crump Crump TV conscious or crazy? You know what I'm saying? We could name it that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Um, so so what's been in like your rotation? I know we talked about um. So you mentioned King's Dead. I mean King King's Disease, Nas's album. Um, you think that's this year's classic album, or what are you thinking? Now, when we're dealing with Don, mm-hmm. he is in a in a group that a lot of rappers aren't in. Mm. And for me, I got to be honest, I don't have a rotation per se. Right. So if I listen to music, there's a really strong reason why. Yeah. So Don has come up on my radar. And I gotta be honest, damn near nobody's on my list. Hey, I feel it. <laughs> the reason Nas popped up because you know, Nas was at one point in time the closest thing to a conscious rapper that we had back in those days. So Nas kind of always put out. Yeah. But I think what we've seen from Nas is a lot of garbage albums. <laughs> Yeah. Now, number one, I don't think Nas ever made 
Mm, I think Illumatic was uh the jump for me. I think that's that might be still one of the greatest albums ever made for real to me. A lot of people will say that. Mm-hmm. If you want to go into I like Ultra Black. After a while, I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta move on. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a good record. I love the video too. Yeah, I did like the video. Let's bring us to a even bigger conversation. album to me um i think it damn yeah damn by kendra lamar uh once again forest hills so i, th- I love kod as well j cole i'm a j cole you know uh i support j cole definitely you know you already know me i'm a hip-hop junkie <laughs> but uh, but yeah hip-hop head but yeah i supported i support wale too uh i think uh his last album was uh his last classic great album to me was either the gifted or uh, more about nothing album. But yeah, nobody listens to Wale, <laughs> but uh, I listen to Lupe either. He's one of my favorites too, as well. But um, just the lyrical tip, but yeah, nobody listens to Lupe. Um, but yeah, let me dig into Wale's catalog. Yeah, To Pimp a Butterfly, 2015. Oh yeah. I just don't, like when I say it was written for Illumatic. Yeah. All unanimously agreed that 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 those songs were good under everybody's opinion. Oh yeah, definitely, so, definitely. When I think of the classic, the last album that came out and everybody and they mama said that album was good. Common, man. Common deliver, man. And I'm a most deaf fan too. Most most deaf is my guy. I'm saying um, black on both sides. Out out the jump, the first LP that was that was classic for me. Um, And as we know, we already touched on the tall Israeli running this rap shit. (laughs) But we could get into that. (laughs) We could walk into that eventually. (laughs) But yeah. uh, Yeah. Okay. I look at Monk Death how I look at Capadonna. Okay. I love Capadonna with Wu Tang, not so much in the pivot. Mm. I love Monk Death with Wu Tang, but I 
with Taylor uh, Kwali, he was with, you know, uh, uh, Black Star and Common and them. Yeah. But, you know, Black on both sides for me was probably the only album that we was really, really talking about. Yeah. And I don't think it received rave reviews like. Oh, no. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like he didn't get the mainstream love, and um, but yeah, True Magic was a good LP for me. Uh, Most Def came out with, and um, I think the New Danger, if I'm correct, his second, I think his second LP. Yeah, the, the New Danger. You know, uh, I like all his, cla- I like all his albums, but yeah, I think he got some good, not not all of them classic, but yeah, um. Marvelous Marvin was like my favorite record, and then uh, Fake Bonanza was crazy. He was rapping some real shit. The truth of what it is, it's been what it's been. You know what I'm saying? He's rapping some real shit, man. Salute the most deaf, man. But yeah, he's I, one of my favorite. <laughs> and, and, I, I just, yeah. I just think it's either response or the fact that he saw from these other classic albums. Oh, yeah. I think that's something that's like, like a game changer. I saw a shit change. Oh, yeah. Like, yo. Definitely. Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, man. He has some lyrics in there. Jay-Z. Like, I might bite you. Like, yo, he has some he has some joints in there, man. Like, yo, he was. And I and I'm a I respect Jay-Z more. Like, like I respected Kobe after he retired. Like, but yeah, I don't. I'm not the hugest because, you know, I'm Nas over here. And, you know, Ether, as we both know. It killed Jay Z. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> that song slapped Jay Z in the mouth. Like, yo, <laughs> you already know what it is. <laughs> Stillmatic, you know what I'm saying? I think Stillmatic is a debate as well. That was a that was a solid LP, but yeah. But I think Nas at least maybe got three classics or and a couple great albums in his catalog. But yeah, but Jay Z, his catalog is crazy. Blueprint, um, yeah, Jay Z's catalog is crazy. Oh, that's true. And um, I think in terms of classics, uh, I've never seen a person make two classics. Let me just see what Google says about this. I'm just curious now that you uh, bring this up. Um, let me see what my, which Nod's albums were classics? Let's see what it goes. Which Nod's, oh, not, not found. Oh, you racist. <laughs> <laughs> You said um, what album you said you could listen to? Uh, oh, yeah. Everybody said that, uh, hold on, Jack. I, I, I'm looking for it now. Nostra 
comments was his whack as hell. Oh, that oh, <laughs> doo doo water, <laughs> doo doo water. <laughs> I ain't listened to that album. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I never visited. <laughs> Man, nah, I couldn't do that. <laughs> um, and uh, even even the junk, even the junk he dropped with uh Kanye last year, uh, 2018, that missed. It had like four songs on there I liked, but it was not received well at all. Um, that, that, that wasn't even a non-album. Exactly. Like, it was just like, it was made from comments. That was an overall Kanye production, yep. Uh, I don't know if it's Wisconsin or Wyoming. Where's Kanye right now? He's in Wyoming, chilling. <laughs> Enjoying all that. Yeah. Kanye built a Oh, Pusha T. Hey, man, he body Drake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, Pusha T. Oh, Big Sean. Big Sean. His album was good, too. He just recently dropped. Big Sean. in this age definitely in this age um let me pull up the classics do you think the like the chronic and all that age like i feel like those are those are classics but am i the yeah. hugest dr dre fan and we can get to that <laughs> but, but yeah let me see ready to die and um exactly exactly oh yeah Kanye doesn't either. 
his last classic was um the first LP I even I bought physically. To me, it was a classic. Uh, My Dark Twisted Fantasy. He had some lines on that. Um, one of the lines he has like, uh, "I'm living in the future, so the present is my past. My presence is a present. Kiss my ass." Like, yo, he has some lines in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kanye, he was he's always clever lyrically to me. But uh, I think that was his last great or classic album to me was uh and that was in 2010. So it's been 10 years since he uh dropped the classic to me. So yeah. And Kanye, his catalog is timeless. And sadly, he can't get the publishing on his timeline. On his uh on his catalog, sorry. He can't get the publishing because his uh his catalog is that great. <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, ready to die. Now I seen what you know conversation sparked up off these versus battles they had biggie some of my friends had biggie over Pac. how did you feel about that well that was the time of classics you know so a lot of classes were being uh made during that era yeah um, but i think we kind of transcended past the, the, the biggie and the, the Pac thing yeah because i think you know, when we're dealing with the two, we're dealing with two drastically different things. When we're dealing with Biggie, we're, we're dealing with the fusion of R&B. Okay. We never saw the fusion of R&B until Bad Boy came out. That's true. Yep. You know, you're dealing with something that Death Row never did. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, because, and, and, and this has nothing to do with Biggie. This has everything to do with Puffy. Yeah. Puffy is going to be prior to Puffy. There was no Jodeci. Prior to Puffy, there was no Tope. I'm talking about a R&B group that is going hard in the hip-hop world. Exactly. So now, you know, you got the birth of a genre through Puffy. Yep. You know, Chris Brown is Puffy's child. Yeah. Where you can see this, this, um, well, let me think of somebody who's worked with hip-hop artists a little bit more than Chris Brown. I think of Chris Brown, he's working more so Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, somebody who is a, a, a singer who is known for really working with rappers. I'm trying to say Drake. Drake. Drake was born. <laughs> yeah. Drake's style was born from Puffy. I don't know if you remember this, but Drake's daddy said yep. Drake's group was who? Yeah, the Grams, man. The Grams family. They've been in music. some hits. <laughs> You're all I need. You're all I need with Method Man. <laughs> yeah. So now, the reason I can't really compare Biggie to Pop oh, yeah. is because Pop was on something different. Oh, yeah. Pop ushered in a, a, a completely different age. So now when you got people like Drake being born from the idea of what Poppy put out there with Biggie shit. Yeah. Keep in mind, Biggie's biggest hits were all on R&B tracks. Yep, Juicy. Um, Hypnotize was, you know, 
Yeah. I, all R&B tracks. Facts. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, you know, because people were like, uh, well, this happened with Orgy. They did two totally different things. When you look at, at, at the genre that Tupac made big, yeah. Tupac artists like DMX. Oh, DMX. I'm glad you touched on them. Yeah. All of these artists had a particular thug appearance that they adopted from Tupac. So, oh, yeah. Ja Rule was a yeah. wannabe. <laughs> ja Rule didn't know who he was. Ja Rule, as a rapper, Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, with that said, at this point, looking at everything that has transpired, I don't think we can even put those two in the same category anymore. Exactly. Anybody who's doing any real research or studying of the culture of hip hop, exactly. not just, you know, the whatever at that time. Sandwich, ketchup sandwiches. sums up how I feel about him. Let me see. Here we go. I don't really think you know our history. Let me tell you what Joe Budden has thought this entire time. I've been better than you this entire decade. But in my rapper brain, I'm a content nigga. You gotta say something. You have not said anything for the better part of a whole decade. You have rhymed a bunch of words. So, let me give you some love. Eminem is the best rhymer of words in the world, on the planet. He can rhyme letters, 
He can rhyme words that don't rhyme. He can rhyme accents damn near. He can do a lot. Boy, can he's talented. Know the hip-hop I fell in love with? The hip-hop that said you got to say something. I personally haven't heard that Marshall in quite some time. Move to Joe Button. Yeah, to sum it up, yeah. M never said nothing to me. Like, I can never... <laughs> but 8 Mile is cool, but I can't mess with him. Like, and, and similar to... um. And I'm the biggest BMX fan, you know, salute to the Sagittarius, like most deaf, they team says, like salute to them. Um, but yeah, like I, I haven't finished the DMX project because of the content and um, yeah, just because of the vibrations and we're going to touch on that too. But yeah, like Eminem, it's not something I'm going to put in my rotation because the, the impact and the vibrations and the frequencies that I'm hearing, like, nah, I'm cleaning up my clock. I'm sorry, my, like, nah, it's like, that's, no, no, it's just not something I have in my rotation. The content. He never had good content to me. He could wrap his ass off. <laughs> but I'm saying he could put a lot of words together, just like Joe said, Joe Budden. But yeah, I just never I just never was that Eminem fan. And I got in debates about it. Like, nah, his content ain't ain't it. He could wrap his ass off, but his content. I'm listening to that. Yeah. Well, what you think yeah, about I, Yeah. You know, um a lot of people uh, don't like Crump. It's not that they don't like me because of my content. Because my content is, is 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 a one. Exactly. You know, the reason they don't like me is because the cover, the book isn't pretty. Mm. You know, you know, I, our people are very vigorous. We will kill the messenger. Oh yeah. So you know, it's like, hey, I don't like the way you said that. Like, listen. It's the truth. Does it matter how I said it? Oh, yeah. Dick Gregory told the uh, truth. I'm up in the house, and the house is on fire. Get your ass in there and save her. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I, you sit here talking to me about how... Listen, don't talk to me. Which grandma's on fire? Mm. Let's talk about that later. Let's deal with the content of the message. But, yeah, people don't like me because that content. And I think these days, you know, a lot of hip-hop people are not really hip-hop people. Exactly. They're just kids who like a jingle. Oh, yeah. Know? My homies think, uh, yeah, like, the lyrics don't matter. Like, uh, the, the beats. Like, man, get out of here. You know, salute to Abso. Um, hip-hop is the intellect. Hip is the intellect. Hop is the movement. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying salute to Abso. I got a, his, Abso is, like, definitely in my top top ten of uh, underrated rappers. That, that brother could rap. Mm. He put words together, man. Let me pull up some of his lines. Uh, let me see what he got, man. I think he's the he's the best to me in TDE next to Kendrick, of course. But Kendrick, he just commercialized it. He puts it in a way that everybody, you know, the mainstream audience can, you know, um, can uh can digest it. But Abso, he just he's just ruthless with his. <laughs> he gets busy. It's like is warfare? No, you know what I'm saying. He got lines like that, it's like, um. But yeah, Rap City, like, people on it, like, yo, Rap City wraps circles around a Nicki Minaj and anybody else. Like, she, she got content, too. Like, Nicki Minaj, yeah, she raps well, but does she got content I would listen to? No. And this kind of ties into the Cardi B and Meg as well. Um, what was your, like, your first reaction to that? And um, we can get to the other topics as well. The Meg and... Yeah, the... Yeah, the mega staff and Cardi B the WAP. <laughs> um, I, I I actually 
I think I just saw it. I yeah. Listen to it. Um, I didn't even know what WAP stood for until like somebody broke it down to me. Exactly. Um, she's just not on my radar. Exactly. I don't know. And um, you know, when I think about Cardi B, yeah, it comes to me that you know beyond her music. When I think about Make the Stallion, she comes to me beyond her music. Yeah. Um, I don't look at these people as artists. Exactly. It's, I. I look at them as something else. You know, Cardi B is uh, a, a gang banger. She's, you know, somebody getting our children to join gangs like the Wu and Chu. Mm. And, you know, she's she's big in that right now. And, you know, when I think about Cardi B, I think about gang bang. Mm. That's what, you know, she's a gang leader. Uh, whether people know that or not, hey, you know, I just listen to her music. Well, I guess we're two different people. Uh, and then when we're dealing with uh, Bank Italian, I can't really tell you about her music per se. Exactly. I think of a stallion. I think of male horse. A male horse. <laughs> yeah. People have adopted a lot of European psyche. Yeah. And a part of the European psyche that our people have adopted is the way we uh we have these subconscious uh, uh, fantasies yep. of um of homosexuality. So now you're gonna see large demographics of black men who will call a woman a man. Mm. Uh say that that's what makes her attractive. You know, um, so now when we, you know, call our women men, I can't really think about her music. All I can think about is how they're homosexual, you know, you know, uh, 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 putting uh, uh, slick ideas of homosexuality into the language. And, um, you know, we speak light. So eventually these things will manifest. So exactly. I'm 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 a little bit beyond. I've transcended music because we keep. Keep in mind, brother, yeah. uh, I, I believe it's something somewhere between 80 and 90 beats per second is hypnotic. Did you know that? Mm, go on and say that again for the people. <laughs> when you're dealing with frequencies, yep. or what we call a rhythm, 80 to 90 beats per minute. So that makes, you know, the sweet spot is, let's say, 85 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. 85 beats per minute, is, per, minute is, per minute is hypnotic. Mm. So now, for me, at one point in time, I used to get hypnotized. Yeah. So music soothes the savage, savage beast. All you got to do is play the flute, and this cobra will sway from side to side, and he won't bite you. Exactly. So I'm the cobra that, you know, it's, it's called snake charm. Mm. I'm the cobra who you cannot snake charm. I'm the, I'm the uh, beast that, that when you play music, it's not going to soothe me and stop me from doing what I'm doing. Exactly. So at, at, at one point in time, you know, you could just play anything for me, and I'm just gonna, oh wow, you know, yeah, hypnotic, hypnotic, hypnotized. You know, so now, yep. when I listen to it, it doesn't really hypnotize me anymore. So, yeah, I, I don't listen to it. It's like, oh, good song. I'll, I'll hear it, yeah, yeah. But then I'm more so still calculating. I'm like, all right, yeah. I hear what I'm hearing, but what's really going on here? Yeah. So now I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, okay, I hear the song. But I'm thinking gangbang. Exactly. Song, but I'm thinking homosexuality. Exactly. A person who hears the song and they just clap their hands. You know, it's just like the baby. Exactly. Go around the baby and play a song and clap your hands. The baby will clap. Yep. And for the most part, when people listen to the radio or you know pop music, it's it's no different than two year old music. And I think at this point, I'm a little too mature for Cardi and May. Exactly. Yeah, like they're not for the they're not hip hop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying they're not 
higher infinite power healing our people get get them out of here you know what i'm saying the only why i'm i'm interested in is wealth assets and property you know what i'm saying that's the only wop i'm interested in <laughs> but uh even the that's what i'm focused on doom is underrated underground king be a story witness, you know what I'm saying? Salute to MF Doom, you know what I'm saying? And that's 6 9 that's Snitch 9 you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know what I'm saying? His album just came out, Tattletales, 50K. Like, real hip-hop ain't listening to that shit. It can be zero case thing. That shit is not real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a it's a clout. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's too many phony rappers, just like uh, Q-Tip said, phony rappers, man. They all, yeah, they always spoke the truth, and even to tie it back with uh, how words are powerful, and we can. But yeah, when you um you ever listen to Oh My God with uh, Q Tip and uh, Fife, you know Tribe Called Quest, you hit the tribe. Yeah, so every time I realized like Fife, he said, "Yeah, funky diabetic," and then I realized Fife, he died. Because of complications of diabetes. <laughs> so I was like, damn, like, did he? And then um, it even goes deeper. Um, I'm a, um, I'm saying, I listened to Mac Miller. He was a, he was a dope, talented artist. I'm saying, and uh, one of his lyrics, it's like, I don't want to join the 27 Club. It's like, to all the drug dealers, don't mix it with that boy. I don't want to join the 27 Club. He joined the 26 Club. He passed at 26. Shit was crazy. It's like it was full cycle. Like the lyrics, man. And we see that a lot. Like their words are powerful, man. And it speaks in hip hop too to the artists. They're putting out these words and we wonder why certain things happen. Well, you know, overall, I think there's a bigger lack of respect for artists these days than it was those days. Yeah. Because all of these people are willing to Jay-Z said in the song, y'all still taking advances, huh? Yep. So now, <laughs> that bullshit-ass record deal that fucked over Run DMC, mm. uh, Stat Boys, Rock Him, you know, a lot of people who signed bullshit deals back in the day, and their excuse was, well, we didn't know better. Read. You know, <laughs> yeah. we want shame on you. Exactly. Twice, I'm a fool. Exactly. So Boom. Now, yep. You got these new rappers signing the same deals that they know are garbage. Exactly. Now, you know, these people are willing tools. That's why, you know, they get shot. Like, listen, family. Mm. If if you go work for a pimp and you get raped, I don't think the people should be shocked at this point. We know exactly. that Tupac was the tool. They were using Tupac. Exactly. We know he was a tool. They used me. Yeah. Fool me once. Shame on you. Shame on you. Now Mac Miller goes and pulls a Tupac. Well, stupid is a stupid guy. Does. Yeah, man. I go around these white people and start dying. And, you know, that's like, there's this scene. Mm -hmm. I would have just smoked crack and he died. Mm -hmm. And everybody hears about it. Oh, I want to go get some of that crack. That's the good stuff. Mm. You talk about the stuff that just killed May Man? Yeah, I want some of that stuff. Man. You know? <laughs> so now you you go and sign them and sign them a, a record deal 
with the same dude that just got Tupac killed. Mm. I'm not tripping when you get killed. That's like, uh, exactly. It turns out dumbass just like the other one. So now, when we deal with these industry niggas, they're just tools, family. And you know, I notice a lot of people, they, they shit can sound good. Yeah. You know, but if you really just have like a regular conversation with them, people are like, yo, this dude don't know shit. <laughs> Exactly. I just did a video with Professor Griff, um, salute, salute. Who, uh, who was inducted into the uh, the Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Did a, uh, a video. You know, for those who don't know Professor Griff, he was a part of the group. Um, Public Enemy. Public Enemy. Yep. So Professor Griff says to me, he said, "You know what it's all these conscious rappers now, huh?" Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't listen to the radio, so no, I, I haven't noticed them, but still me in. He said, back when we made um, 911 a joke, mm-hmm. nobody was saying 911 a joke. And because we said it, I lost my career. Mm. Now, you got these young boys who just got these record deals pretending to be conscious, just riding away. Oh, yeah. And they in the song, and it sounds good. But when you go and really listen to them and figure out who they are, these people don't know shit about shit. Yeah. Um, and they're tools being used by by the machine. Oh, um, yeah. And especially these ones that get shot, bro. Mm. It's like, yo, yeah. you know, you gotta understand at some point in time, if you go down this road and fuck with white people this way, you ain't shit. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of these rappers, a lot of these celebrities, a lot of these Hollywood stars, we, you know, Hey, you know what? I love when Denzel played in the movie The Great Debater. Yeah. But I can't use that as my rationale to say Denzel ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. Denzel is part of the system, mm. and the system is here to destroy me. There is no part of the system that is good. It may feel good, it may look good, but it's not good. And I think, uh, with especially these new wave of rappers. Until you see a rapper like Chance the Rapper, until you see a rapper like uh, uh, Jay-Z. Why are Chance and Jay-Z important? Mm. It proves that you don't need a label. Exactly. Why is Nipsey important? Nipsey Hussle proves you don't need white people. Exactly. Why is Jay-Z important? He proves that you don't got to take a sucker deal. So all all these dudes in the rap industry, you know, I... Yeah, I'm disappointed in, 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 in J. Cole for signing up bullshit-ass deals. Mm. I'm so disappointed in, 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 in Kendrick Lamar for signing a bullshit-ass deal. Oh, yeah, we can get on that. Yeah. The, the way Kendrick Lamar came into the game, he didn't have to sign a record deal. But Kendrick Lamar tucked his tail between his legs, and he signed a record deal. Exactly. Now, I can just imagine how Kendrick Lamar feels when he looked at Chance the Rapper and said, damn. Yeah. Chance the Rapper didn't kiss nobody ass. Yep. Get where he's at. And though I love Kendrick Lamar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar is a tool yep. for white kids. I remember when Nas wanted to come out with an album called what? Do you remember that? Yeah. Album? Called Nigga. Called Nigga, man. Him and Khalees was, uh, yeah, him and Khalees had, no, yeah, all niggas. All niggas. Yeah. We did not know, we didn't realize that Nas was a nigger mm. until Nas tried to release an album called Nigger, and who told him no? His <laughs> slave master. 
Exactly. Yo. And, and and what did Nas do when they told him no? He cried like a bitch. Hey, yep, he did. Let me go to Dame Dash real quick. Hey, can you give it to him? No. No. If your son needs to get some money out the bank from here, you can cancel. You don't own this. But I can take Stop. the money, I'm take the money from here to invest in myself. No, it's not yours. I'm not going to fight for something I don't own. Men don't do that. I don't fight for others. I fight for me. I'm not a doer. I'm not going to build somebody else's company and then take shares of my son. Get, Universal. Stop it there. Yeah. <laughs> People, yeah, Death Jam is bought by Universal. It, you know what I'm saying? It goes deep. It's, it's it's a lot of uh they call them parent companies. I could get on no limit. Their parent company was Priority Records. Now, you know, I that's the priority records. You know what I'm saying? He was pissed at them. You know what I'm saying? Um let's see who else. Uh Lil Wayne and them. Young Money Entertainment. Parent company is Universal. You know what I'm saying? The, the distro, I call it, is uh, Republic Records. You know what I'm saying? People don't know that. Like, oh, bad boys, they're not owned. That's, that's a black and nah, it's not. <laughs> it's not at all. They ran by Sony Music. Records. Like, people don't know that. People don't do the research. And TDE, that's Interscope. You know what I'm saying? And Jayco, you know, Dreamville, that's Interscope. So they all want bosses at the end of the day. Like, pretty much to sum it up with, with what you're saying and what Dame said, people want bosses. They don't want to, they don't want to, I salute Chance the Rapper for being independent. And as Dame broke it down, it was a partnership. I'm saying, and how could someone that owned could be owners of us? Like, nah, it's a partnership. Like, yeah, man, it's chess out here. <laughs> I Jack, I Rob. I said, oh God, I'm mm. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Except when I run the thing, I dodge the thing. Mm. Bars, man. Lyrics, so now, man. Why is this important? Because most rappers had the opportunity to create their own Negro League. Mm. Well, what did they do, Jackie Robinson? He go and sign the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yep. So now, this is the first step for integration. Yes, it is. Now, what they didn't tell you is that integration will lead to white domination. If you don't believe me, go ask me that. Mm. I got to repeat that for the people. <laughs> you said integration. integration. Always lead. White domination. Mm. So, um, I think at this point, matter of fact, maybe we didn't know in the beginning how to be do business. Mm. Yeah. And you know, who we want shame on you. Shame on you. But at this point, if we still acting like we don't know how to be do business, when the beast fuck us over, I, I don't got no pity for those people. Yeah. You know. Uh, I don't like when people tell me, oh, my dog don't bite. Then why your dog got teeth? 
Exactly. <laughs> some nice teeth your dog got. <laughs> the nature of a dog is to bite. Exactly. You know, the nature of a cat is to scratch. The nature of a snake is to slither. The nature of a lion is to hunt. Yep. So now, I think our people, for whatever reason, have ignored, overlooked, or just lied to themselves in some way, shape, fashion, or form about the nature in which the way these people do business. But um, we can see the problem. And I think after after they fucked over uh, um, Dame Dash and they proved that Dame Dash is a fool, mm. Dame Dash came together with a couple other people exactly. who realized the same thing. Yep. Because right now, there are no black distribution companies. Exactly. All these years, hip-hop then turned 47 years old, <laughs> August 11th. <laughs> and we still don't we still don't even own our own yeah man it's, it's don't own one distribution company exactly and if the family wants to understand what what that means that means we can't put our music in stores mm. damn Gina <laughs> Nicki Minaj can't even put her own music into the stores she has no way of doing that sad so I'll, don't nobody give a fuck if you got your own studio. Well, we got people who got their own studio. Okay. Well, we got people who write their own lyrics. Okay. Yep. Well, you know, and, you know, we got people who got their own record label. Okay. But once you're done all of that bullshit, you don't have a market. Mm-hmm. And you got a farmer who can grow every food you need. He just don't got a way of letting people know that he got food. So you know what happens to his crop? They're going to dry. They die. <laughs> yeah. They die out and get rotten. Yep. Because he couldn't sell the material. He couldn't get it out there to the people. What good is this thing that you have if you can't get it out? Exactly. Yeah. We can't even put it out ourselves. They have a distribution center where they can get it into the stores. They can't get it onto the radio. Mm. They can't get it onto the TV. Yep. So even if... Even if your shit is uh, 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 over at FYI, your shit ain't on the radio. Yeah. It ain't on TV because you don't control nothing. Yeah, you could you could have, you know, Grand Hustle. It's a yeah, it's a record label. All right, cool. But Warner Music Group. <laughs> that's their that's their that's the that's the boss. <laughs> that's the parent right. company. Like so talk about a boss and a parent. You're dealing with vanity. Yep. If I tell you I run things, that's just to make it sound good and look good. And my mama allowed me to call myself the boss. Because, you know, my mama don't call herself the boss. She called my daddy the boss. Mm-hmm. You know who runs it in my house, brother? Exactly. The, yeah, the, my mom. The guy, yeah. Yeah. She just allowed my father to think he the boss. Mm, yeah. So now, it's a title. Now, for me, I go around town and I tell everybody, you know, Brother Said is our Grandmaster King Guru Islam the Third. Mm-hmm. And everybody respects you as that. But then if somebody really looks and says, well, what does that mean? You're going to say, oh, it doesn't mean anything. That's just what we call me. So now, you know, we call it Rick Ross a boss, but 
we're just calling him that for fun. It's no different than calling Rick Ross a dinosaur. But here's the mm. thing. I, I'm, too, I'm too mature for Rick Ross. Exactly. I know Rick Ross is not I know he's just saying that. But you got children who are dumbasses because their parents just let them watch and listen to anything. Yeah. They really want to give Rick Ross as a boss. Oh, yeah. They really give Rick Ross call shots. They really believe Rick Ross doing what he wants to do. Rick Ross do what he's allowed to do. And if Rick Ross, the second Rick Ross do some shit that they don't like, they will shut his ass down on all their platforms. Rick Ross will no longer be on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, uh, Amazon, um, uh, your local radio station. He will no longer be in any of these people's magazines. And they call this blackballing. You ever heard that term before, brother? Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we've seen it so many times uh, in the industry, man. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it so many times. And I feel like sometimes I feel like most deaf was uh, definitely, you know, under the radar for a reason or, you know, definitely blackballed. And it's a lot of MCs I can't really recall right now that was blackballed. But, yeah, it happens all the time. This is the thing. Most deaf thought he was going to get his rocks off over there. That's like most deaf thinking that he's going to have a career fucking, fucking, as a pool boy, fucking the, the, uh, the, uh, the slave master's wife. Yeah. And he really they're going to have babies together. Mm. Like, bro, you can't do that over there. Nope. Most deaf went into the wrong arena trying to do the wrong thing. There was a no consciousness allowed. And most deaf thought he was really going to have a career doing that shit. Most deaf would have been better off just fucking with his own people and not doing the Jackie Robinson thing. If you do the Jackie Robinson thing, you're going to have to experience what Jackie Robinson experienced. They're going to throw baseballs at your head and go, go go watch the commercial for Jackie Robinson. Oh yeah. I need you to be brave enough not to do anything. Exactly. The Martin Luther King. Yeah. yeah. If, if most of thought white people was really going to let him say some positive shit about black people, clearly most of don't know how racist white people are. Yeah. I love our people, but every time we do some integrating shit, I'm like, family, when did you forget them people are all racist? It's a system of racism. Oh, yeah. So I don't care how good most of can rap. I don't care how good Michael Jackson can sing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Michael Jackson has had a way better career than most deaf. And what did Michael Jackson say about Tommy Mottola? Go ahead. Michael Jackson came on camera and said Tommy Mottola is the devil. Mm-hmm. He said that. <laughs> yeah, man. If, if we want to talk about classics, Thriller was hands down a classic. Oh, so much. So many sales still holds the record. Yeah, man. So now, if Michael Jackson made a classic, yep. he, he, uh, he straightened his hair, yep. he bleached his skin, Bleach. he made his, his, his nose thin and his lips thin, and they still shitted on him. Mm. What did most deaf expect? Yeah. Yeah, Prince, he, shame on you. Shame on me. Uh-oh, I'm sorry, shame on you. Yeah. Fool me twice, I'm a fool. Hey, fool me three times. <laughs> yeah, fool me three times. Yeah. Brother, let's stay in the underground. 
Let's not rise above the underground. I don't want to uh to uh what what do they call it when white people accept you? Oh say it again. Crossover. You ever heard of crossover? Oh yeah, the crossover. <laughs> yep. Where where you started, you know, crossover. You know, well he came in the game and he was just popular amongst black people, but he crossed over into white pop culture. Yeah. I don't I don't want to pop to, to cross over into white pop culture. Yeah. I don't want that. And I know if I do get that, I will then be compromised. Yeah. Um so Thriller sold sixty six million copies. Uh, over a hundred million worldwide. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. And 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 to be that valuable, to be that viable, mm-hmm. you see how they you see how they treated him. You yeah. see how they treated him. Yeah, he bought the Beatles out and then just to just to have his family sell back the catalogs he bought and everything. Sony. He bought, he bought the Beatles Beatles catalog and the Elvis catalog. Yep. Listen, I don't care how good you are, certain shit you do, we will cut you off in a heartbeat. Exactly. So, you know, I think we need to uh, stop this integration shit. Oh, yeah. Stop trying to, you know, we need to create our own. Oh, yeah. You, uh, if the, one of the people I am most proud of, technically, is Jay-Z because he created uh, Tidal. Yeah. I Why think... don't other big artists like Lil Wayne have his own streaming service? Exactly. You know, this is this is the thing. If you get so much money and you get satisfied within the white system, I can tell. Oh yeah, yeah. When I when I get a certain amount of money, I'm gonna be like, yo, I don't want to be in the white system anymore. I want to create my own. Yeah. And uh, we can, we, we can come together and create our own. Are we gonna have to fight to do that? Yeah. So now, when you say, well, Master P. Um. Uh, uh. Who else? Who else? Uh, they, mm-hmm. You say uh, I'm trying to think of another leader, a black leader in the industry. Um. Jay Prince. Jay Prince was a uh, rap a lot. Jay Prince. Well, Jay Prince already tried it. I'm gonna take him off. Okay. Let's say Baby and Kanye. Those three come together. They put all their money together, and now they create their own market, their own streaming service, their own shit, and, and, and they compete with Universal. They, they, they're the only black competitor in the market. Mm. And yeah. At that point, you're going to see a war being waged. It might be a silent war at first, but there will be a war waged. That's why, I, for me, I can't have no, no favorite rappers or no heroes, because I know at that level, you can't be a conscious rapper for real. Oh yeah. You, you 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 can't because that's a white man's platform. Exactly. I already know the white man ain't gonna let you do that shit. Yeah. He, if you believe the white man is gonna let you do that shit, then you then you sleep from the beginning. Exactly. The mic is his. The stage is his. And then you gonna say you gonna say some conscious tip. All right, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I own the I own your records. I own your masters. <laughs> this is like. Uh, J. Cole made a song where he said, I let Nas down. Yep. Yep. Do you think J. Cole saw when Nas 
tried to drop that album, Bigger? Mm, exactly. Do you think that influenced J. Cole, where J. Cole knows he can't say what he wants to say? I don't know if the family under the sound of my voice understands this or not. Oh, yeah. J. Cole can't say what he wants to say. Nah. Kendrick Lamar can't say what he wants to say. Because neither of those artists are as big as Nas. Mm-hmm. And Nas can't even do it. Oh, yeah. And so Jay, Jay-Z wanted... J. Cole feel at the end of the day when he's about to write a classic. Yeah. And keep in mind, who told us the skinny? Who 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 made us hip to what was going on? Professor Rip. Mm-hmm. Professor Rip said when 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 we had the, the opportunity to stand up and say something, just remember I was the only one who stood up and say, said something. Yep. Keep in mind when Professor Rip was big, uh, Salt and Pepper was big. Yep. Uh, uh, Will Smith was big. Will Smith. Never said nothing against white people. Oh, no. Nah. Never said nothing against the cops. Do you think Will Smith could have had the, the career he had 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 he pulled a professor grip? Nope. No. <laughs> so now think about it. Well, they can't say what they really want to say, and they know that. Yeah. Go ask Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. I'm glad you brought it back. You yeah. Can't say what you want to say. Why is why is Nas not in the same predicament as Nick Cannon? Why is Jay Z not in the same predicament as Nick Cannon? Why is uh, J. Cole not in the same predicament as Nick Cannon? Why is Common, one of my favorite rappers, mm-hmm. not in the same predicament as Nick Cannon? Because they don't say what they're not allowed to say. These are grown ass men. Exactly. Orders, like little ass boys. Yep, you gotta change that lyric there. <laughs> it's like, what you mean? Yeah. They nigga and they rap. You rarely, rarely hear the word cracker. Mm. Conscious are crazy. That, Tell me why Kendrick Lamar say nigger. Exactly. <laughs> Tell me why J. Cole and Drake say nigger, but they don't say cracker. Yeah. Tell me why Jay Z and DMX say nigger, but they won't say cracker. Exactly. Because they are people who are controlled. Yep. And if they say that shit, they will be they will be in the same predicament. As Nick Cannon, I'm too mature for today's rap. Oh yeah, Meaning that I I know it's fake, you know. Um, in uh 2000 in 2017, um, Jay Z sold a third of title. I looked it up, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sold a third now, of title. What's the difference from selling it and being bought out? Mm. Because these people who sell their shit, I'm like, oh, why? Exactly. You didn't sell that. You were the only rapper with your streaming service. You were bought out by white people, and the white people didn't want it because they saw the value in it. They wanted it because they want control of the total system. Exactly. And now, a lot of times, when people buy these ideas, it's simply to destroy you. I'll give you an example for any of the audience that wants to challenge me on that thought. All right. Let's deal with um, uh, the invention of the light bulb. Yep. The, the invention of the light bulb blew out an, an industry. What industry died was at the birth of the light bulb? The yeah. oil lamp industry. Mm-hmm. Who was making money off the oil lamp industry? Well, the biggest oil tycoon of, the, of, of all time. Yep. J.D. Rockefeller. Yep. 
Biggie Rockefeller didn't want light bulbs to come into manifestation. Why? Because he was making money off oil lamps. Yep. Hey, we create light bulbs, we lose money on oil lamps. It's really that simple. But yeah. now, J.P. Morgan, I'm sorry, excuse me, not J.P. Morgan. Uh, uh, um, what's his name again? J.D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller was doing everything he could to make sure that uh, electric lights didn't, didn't see the light of day. Mm. So now, when I tell you white people will buy some shit out, even if it's a better idea, and destroy that shit, just to make sure they stay in power, it's not an uncommon thing if you really open your eyes and look around. Man. Oh yeah, they did Tesla wrong. They played Tesla as well. Oh, indeed, because Tesla wanted to give the shit for free. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was a bad idea, so they did the same thing to Tesla. But unfortunately, Tesla shit uh, was a little more severe, but on the good side, we are seeing a lot of those innovations come, you know, come come to the light of day. But we've been on the phone for about an hour, brother. We've been on the podcast, brother. Um, I actually had to sleep. Go on it. I think I, I think I left out Dr. Dre, and I don't care that he's that his wife is divorcing him because he put his hands on women. So I think that's karma full circle. <laughs> but uh, but two million and five support your mom. Mm. Two million is crazy. Like nine hundred thousand for entertainment, like something crazy. Like her list was crazy. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's unusual. That's ridiculous. That's not fair to him on that side. The divorce. Hey, I got nothing to say about that. She filed charges. I got nothing to say about that. He he deserved that. But two million in spousal support, he don't deserve that. Oh yeah, yeah. Two million is crazy. But yeah. How he met her was through, she was cheating on her husband that was playing basketball. So it's full circle, too. <laughs> karma. Karma is full circle for him. But yeah. I wanted to um, close out if that's okay with you. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Go on there, hip hop. Go on there. Well, you know, I am your humble brother, Crumb from the platform called Crumb TV on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, but I tell you, you can also find me if you're looking for me. You can also find me on Conscious or Crazy Podcast with my favorite host, Conscious Day. Hey, appreciate your family. Yeah, man. Hip-hop, man. Higher infinite power. Healing our people, man. And peace. Positive, positive energy activates constant elevation, family. Yeah. Peace, family. Peace.